And on that note, all right. Oh, uh, why we move? I, I moved way too far from it. Um, what's up, man? Uh, I'm. On that note, do you want to go into WrestleMania? Let's just use this as sort of a benchmark. If you are not into wrestling, yeah, don't you don't have to listen to the rest. You don't of this. have to listen to the rest of this. But podcast. if you want to hear us talk about like, like niggas doing backflips onto other niggas and killing them almost. If you want us to talk about the most talked about event of the entire month, nah, this is pretty late. Like WrestleMania last year disappointed the dog shit out of me. Really, I th- WrestleMania thirty was pretty good. Nah, I only liked certain parts of it. I thought it was. I like, didn't like it as a whole. This WrestleMania, I almost liked it as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, you okay. know how long it's been since I liked the WrestleMania as a whole? I no, how long? Let's since see. Like, I want to say, what do you want to say, nineteen, twenty, seventeen? That's like typical answers, like seventeen. No, no, no. 19. It was one of the, it was one of the WrestleManias in the in the two thousands. Like, what was the main event? Do you know Shit. the main event? Can was I Shawn even... Michaels there? Yeah, I think Shawn Michaels was there. Was he? Was this the one where he faced Undertaker? Yeah, it was one of the ones where he faced Undertaker. It was like a good, the, solid WrestleMania. Probably WrestleMania 25 then. Yeah, it was WrestleMania 25. It was kind of solid. For right, me. right. The 25th anniversary. So listen, listen. If you if you do not like wrestling and you do not want to listen from there forth, you can stop listening here because we've already got your listen already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprise, bitches. <laughs> we zoed you. Welcome to the zoe. And if you love wrestling or you just want to learn about wrestling, we're about to talk about wrestling maybe for like the next like what 20, 25 minutes. No, I give it like 15, 18 minutes. You can talk about WrestleMania as us, two wrestling fans. All right, well, I give it 25 minutes then. We got to cut out all that other stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So as two wrestling fans, I don't think this is going to... I don't think we can talk about WrestleMania 31 for fucking 15 minutes. All right. Can we start with the card? Let's break it down car- piece by piece. Let me pull it up on our secret database that we always log Nigga, into. we're right in front of that computer from, like, Minority Report where, like, <laughs> you just, like, pull out the screens and shit. Right. And just touch them. Um, WrestleMania... Three and one, motherfucker. And one. You have to put the Roman numerals. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> this X, nigga was like X X one X X X I. So, did you watch the pre-show? Nah, I didn't even catch the pre-show. I watched uh, the rest of the whole show. Pre-show was cool. Pre-show, um, they had the Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match for the WWE Tag Team Titles between Cesaro and Kid with Natalia, the New Day with Kofi with Xavier Woods. This is Kofi Kingston and Big E. Um, I can't wait. Like the New Day should become like. I don't know, like some sort of evil group. I wish they would. Everyone wants them to be that, and I. Think I need Zay- I, I need Xavier Woods to get a haircut, and then then for, for them for go heel. I think everyone's sort of pushing for that, but it's more like you know, a little bit of resist. I see what they listen. I've written like five think pieces on this on Wrestle Rap. You can try to find them if Wrestle Rap is online right now. Hopefully, it gets online soon. But it's uh, I've 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 talked about this to like you know. To wit's end in terms of the new day and what they're mm-hmm. doing with these sort of black characters, but um, yeah, Cesaro and Kid defended their tag team titles against the New Day, Los Matadores, and the Usos, and Cesaro and Kid won because they are fucking awesome. Yeah, so two great technical. It wrestlers. was it was surprisingly they put on a clinic. Ten minutes, dope match, a lot of dope spots. I thought it was crazy that it was only ten minutes. I thought it should have been a fifteen-minute match at the very no, least. No, because you know it's just gonna be like a spot fest of like epic proportions. That's and what I was. mean. The last two minutes, spot fest. No, it was spot fest entire way from the jump. Uh, it was entirely just spots. I didn't treat it double that way. decker, double suplexes, like m- splashes off the top, 
Naomi flying through the ropes with a suicide dive. <laughs> Natalia putting I thought she on, was gonna die when she blew those. Natalia putting on a sharpshooter on a tiny minotaur. Um, Xavier Woods getting her coroned by that. I keep minotaur. forgetting how hilariously novelty this match was. <laughs> I, like it was dope. Like it was dope. And then like like right, looking at the names, I know this net match was real novelty. Like, yeah, everyone had someone in their corner. It was pretty solid. I think one of the arguably. Although this wasn't on the official card, one of the best like matches on the card, honestly. And then uh, they yeah. transitioned into the 30-man Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Which I never really give a fuck about because it's a poor man's Royal Rumble with no real prize except right. for like a statue. Well, you get a cool statue of Andre the Giant and you're like etched in WrestleMania history, I guess. Um, I guess no one ever like when they cut this out of the WrestleManias in like the next maybe two or less years. Yeah. I mean, no, no this is out of WrestleMania. This was on the pre-show. This is, like, on the kickoff show. This was, like, the two hours before actual WrestleMania. Wait, the the the, the battle? The battle royal was not on the f- official WrestleMania telecast. This was on the pre-show. Oh, well, I got to see it on my, my WrestleMania cutout. Oh, then you probably, because wa- you watched it and you didn't watch on the network because, you know. Because I'm a hood-ass nigga? Yeah, I didn't True. watch it. I don't watch it. So they, I was, they like, filmed, adjusting the antenna f- on top of my laptop. So you watched, like, you <laughs> was like, why the fuck is WrestleMania five hours long? You was like, why the fuck is WrestleMania 5? This is insane. This is way too much for a WrestleMania. Not just that. The matches themselves aren't actually that long. Yeah. It's like, so they had the 30-man Andre the Giant Giant, um, Memorial Battle Royal. Some dope dope spots in there. They had, um, from NXT, one of the highlights for me from NXT, they had Hideo Itami in there. Mm -hmm. Who's like Kenta from Japan, if you don't really know or not, you know, familiar with his The running knee king. The running knee king who now uses like the running foot because Daniel Bryan stole the running knee. What he needs to do is fight him for it. He for the Intercontinental title. Well, also, it's like CM Punk also took the go to sleep from him. Mm -hmm. But now I think he's starting to use the go to sleep. He used it for the first time on WrestleMania weekend. The, the go to sleep and people really like go insane for that because that's originally his move mm-hmm. and CM Punk sort of just used it along the years but yeah he had a good showing in it um, it came down to the final four which was Big Show Cesaro mm-hmm. um, Damien Mizdow and The Miz hardest working man in show Who? business Damien I mean uh, Antonio Cesaro Antonio Cesaro that nigga be swinging niggas like 50 st- pounds like it's yeah, and they almost had the spot where um, he left him up and put him over the rope again, but I guess they countered that. They're like, oh, Big Show's too smart this year to, to follow for him twice, even though he's never won a fucking battle royal ever previously <laughs> and has been eliminated the same way every battle royal. For being fucking huge. For being fucking huge. Like a bunch of niggas jump him or he gets distracted and gets thrown out. Right. It happens to every big nigga. So finally- It's so funny the way they land, like especially if they fall over out the ropes, they mm-hmm. usually end up landing on their feet because they're mad fucking big. So finally, fucking um, Mizdow turns on the Miz, eliminates him from the Battle Royal, which finally starts this sort of Mizdow Miz program, which I'm interested to see how it's going to go. Just because I think um, Damian Mizdow is one of the more one of the most popular people in the WWE right now, mm-hmm. surprisingly. But his popularity stems from being the Miz's sort of personal assistant slash stunt double. Yeah, and. Just in terms of just, like, where does it go after when the stuff with The Miz is over? I hate things like this where it's, like, they start to break them up as a tag team. Instead of making it an internal thing, they make it, like, one singular goal that makes them sorely fall to pieces. Right. Like, oh, he threw over the big show, so now it's going to kind of fall to shit. No, make them get each other's face about shit, you know? Make them say, you know, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And then Miz Dow goes off on him. 
it's th- this has been going on for a very very long time. Yeah, I honestly for me it's been going on way too long. I would have rather it build up to a WrestleMania match, but apparently they're not having the Miz versus Miz Dow at WrestleMania. They're having it at um, Extreme Rules this year, so that it seems like it's going that way. Um, anyway, the Miz Miz Dow eliminates the Miz. Big Show eliminates Miz Dow. Big Show wins the first battle royal ever in his career because you know. In in, mm-hmm. in a logical sense, the giant should win a battle royal because yeah. logically, physically, no. you know he should be just slapping niggas out the way. Not even that. Like, how are you gonna pick him up and throw him over the rope? Like, it's impossible to pick up a four hundred fifty near five hundred pound man. The nigga weighs like two refrigerators. Him. Yeah, it's literally impossible to like throw anybody over the rope. Like, just anyone in general. Like, it's hard to like yeah. grab them and physically try to throw them over a rope. So this is just a lot. But, you know, finally, in logical sense, Big Show won a battle royal. For the first time in his fucking life. It really, it, it honestly didn't matter. Um, on to the Intercontinental Championship ladder match, yes. which was probably, like, had me giggling. Like, Why? school, like, because Daniel Bryan <laughs> won the title. Why is that giggly? Why is that giggle? Because I'm, I'm totally a fan of Daniel Bryan, and he finally wins the Triple Crown. Oh, well, no. He's been a Triple Crown already. Well, No, he was a U.S. champion. He was an Intercontinental champion. US, they don't count it they when don't, you're a U.S. champion. I think because, it should count, though. Yeah, I know. It, it's kind of sad because there would be so many other Triple Crowners. No, I think it should. Just, I think, like, it doesn't count. That's weird. It doesn't. That's because, why like, John Smack- Cena is not a Triple Crown champion, on I believe. On SmackDown, you couldn't become... Like, if, when the brands were split and they had the titles on both brands, if you won all three titles on one brand, you were the Triple Crown champion. Yeah. So it should count for the U.S. title, but that's... It's weird, huh? This uh, He's won... The the fun fact with this is Daniel Bryan has now won every active championship in the WWE right now. So he's won, mm-hmm. he's won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. He's won the WWE Championship. He's won the World Championship. He's won the U.S. Championship. He's won the Tag Team Championships, and now he's... Intercontinental champion. That also shows you sometimes that they don't know what to do with him. Because <laughs> no, that, but I think this is a good way to revive the belt. I think what that shows is maybe sometimes people complain too much. Yeah, because he's been all of the champions, and he sort of had this. At every WrestleMania, he's been in a title match. Every WrestleMania he's competed, and he's been in a title match. Absolutely. I think. Um. I think people need to. I think the mo- just the overall moral of this show mm-hmm. was just like enjoy the ride. Because we will get you. We we got you. This is what WWE is yeah. trying to say. We got you. Just enjoy the ride. Yeah. Just shut up and stop complaining about it. Daniel Bryan will Honestly, be fine. I think it, it'll bring a level of prestige back to the belt. Well, yeah. I think that was the sort of point of it. The, um, They just had Intercontinental and U.S. title. You know, we're going to mm-hmm. get into U.S. title later. But they had very, you know, stellar title defenses this week just on Raw the day after. So I think they're definitely trying to bring prestige back to the titles. Um. The ladder match itself, pretty standard yeah. clusterfuck of a ladder match. Yeah, you're going to get those moments where it's like spot after spot. Spot after. after spot. Dean Ambrose went through a ladder, which you know, cringed. Um, I liked it. Um, I liked it. I wish I could see him do more crazy shit, but, you know, he's a crazy dude and he'll sign up to do more crazy shit. Ziggler and I, I think, well, Daniel, I don't know. I don't know if there's any sort of star from this ladder match, just one that's shown or just like... There was no, like, Kofi Kingston-esque, Shelton Benjamin-esque. Yeah, you're not going to get a nigga with hops on no, this no, one. Because no, no, no. there are no niggas on no. this. I mean, unless well, R-Truth is there, but you know. I, well, he doesn't have hops like that. He just spring, He just does, like, the kip-up sort yeah, of yeah, thing yeah. and does dance moves and shit like he's that. He's pretty old. I mean, he's still around, but he's, like, one of the oldest guys in the <laughs> roster. Um, I mean, Cody Rhodes, if you kind of count that. 
Cody Rhodes isn't old. No, I mean, he got kind of hops. Oh, he got kind of hops. Stardust, first of all, I listened to an interview with Stardust over the over the last couple days because I listen to interviews while I'm working. Um, Stardust is fucking incredible. Like the character? Just the, Absolutely. Just the mental state you have to be in to do the shit that Cody Rhodes does. Oh, he was an acting student. He was, yeah, he's an acting student, but like... He has to be a super comic book superhero geek to be able he to is. think up the shit. Yeah, he is. To think up to think up the shit that he says. Like just watch an interview with Stardust and you will see what I'm saying. It's fucking amazing. Trust me, it's hilarious the entire way through. You can watch any of them on YouTube. They're all from the sort of WrestleMania sort of press. Um, the match after that was Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. With, with an epic fucking RKO spot. The epic final RKO. First of all, good match. Solid match. Solid match. Solid I match think, the entire way through. Yeah. When you put Randy Orton with someone that's an ex- extremely excellent worker, yeah. it's hard for him to get it wrong. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if you put him with a horrible worker, you, you get kind of like... Yeah, because it's going to be stale because of the moveset, but if he has someone that's working real good... Right, like, and, Seth, and Seth Rollins is pretty much just like one of the best workers in the WWE right uh-huh. now. I, Probably the best. Right I want now. like a four-way match between him, Cesaro, Dolph Ziggler, and... Daniel Bryan, just to watch, watch how, watch who's gonna over, watch like, who's over, gonna over, oversell. What kind of and indie, shit. very indie match is this? Except Ziggler, who hasn't really been in the indies, but that's a very, very. It probably has happened on the indies before, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, very solid match, fucking epic finish mm-hmm. with um, Randy Orton countering this curb stomp by just like raising Seth Rollins on his neck. 40 feet like, in yeah, the right. air. For a, guy, for a nigga with neck problems, the nigga said, wop. Wop. Fucking came down with the RKO. Epic finish. Um, then moved on to Triple H versus Sting. Which was, the yo, when I saw them come out, the NWO and DX. First of all, can we talk about these entrances for a second? Because oh the fucking the fucking plastic robot that the plastic robot the weird Terminator shit Triple H came out which cost like a jillion dollars yeah fucking stings weird Oriental <laughs> yo that was even weirder because I was like is he like is he a communist I was like why is this Asian guy playing a muffler and why- I thought Kim Jong Un <laughs> was gonna come out and salute Sting <laughs> I was like what am I supposed to get from this sort of like what am I supposed to get from this thing with this sort of entrance. It's thing coming out with a, a Chinese robe on. Yeah, he's gonna have Chinese slippers on, <laughs> but like and curls in his hair. Then they got to the actual match, and like at this point, you realize halfway through these half ro- ha- halfway through this match, I guess everyone real they both realized that they were both fucking too old for this shit. Yeah, <laughs> so they decided to bring out reinforcements. The other fucking old people on the roster. <laughs> Yo, it was a geriatric center in the, the middle of that o- ring. The oldest running. Like, first of all, DX A running, nigga. It's a jazzy and <laughs> nigga. Put the fucking hover around, come down the ramp. Like, first of all, DX. <laughs> and it's not even like. Speaking the, of the hover cool rounds, I'll get to it later. Of, like, it's. It wasn't, first of all, it wasn't Shawn Michaels at first. It was like the Shawn Waltman, Road Dogs version, Road Dog Billy Gunn version of DX. And I'm like, these guys still fly. They're not paying paying him any more. They're not paying Shawn Michaels any more money for appearances. That's a lot of money. But then he showed up anyway, like out of the blue. Oh, that's true. He, um, I was like, yo, was they like, really brought in the shitty version of DX, and then I see... The original version of DX? Shawn Michaels come out of nowhere. He super kicks. This prompts the oldest fucking run-in from Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, 
and Kevin Nash. Yo, all those niggas don't have kneecaps. They don't. And this is like the first time Hulk Hogan has taken They run a, like Cotton Hill. This is the first time Hulk Hogan has took a bump in like a number of years. And first of all, Kevin Nash trolled me because it looked like he tore his quad again. <laughs> On the way down. He fucking, first of all, he got he got jumped by Billy Gunn or like X-Pac or something. And then he just stood on the ground holding his quad. And I'm there crying, laughing because I'm like, yo, this guy really just did tore his quad again. Oh, my God. Just like 15 seconds into this run and he tore his quad again. It was, um, it was a clusterfuck again. Yeah. Because there's so many fucking people involved. There's so much moving shit around. I still hate the Scorpion Death Drop to this day. The fucking they had the stare down where um Triple H got his sledgehammer, Sting got his bat, and somehow Sting's bat sliced the sledgehammer completely in half as if it was a sword or something. And I'm yes. just like Yes, yes. And I was dying because <laughs> I was like No 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 I was dying because I was like, Yo, is that what happened? He went to the Orient and learned how to slice shit with a bat? <laughs> Is I that what like, his training was montage was? How was? That's what they should have had, a pre-WrestleMania training montage. A I, Kill Bill one with him doing push-ups on his fucking thumbs. How is this fucking possible that it's cutting, cutting trees in the forest with a bat? <laughs> cleanly in half with a fucking bat. So anyway, Triple H wins after hitting him with the top half of the sledgehammer. <laughs> hitting him with the like the hitting him with the top half of the sledgehammer because things are fucking like pretty much he's like a goof or whatever. And the match ends. Sting loses possibly his only, possibly his only WrestleMania match. He loses. I thought that was pointless. I thought that was weird. I thought he should have won, and they should have both like you know they should have did what the Undertaker did when right. last him and Triple H had their match. You know they bow to the right. crowd and shit. But I think I th- it made sense in Triple H winning just because of what happened later in the night because yeah. it looks like they're going for something. It sucks for Sting just because he came back from this, like, the, he came back from this fanfare. Yeah. He's part of WCW. Who's the last person in WCW who really didn't jump? He has this sort of, it's, it's notorious that WWE favors, you know, of course, themselves. They sort of kind of, like, rewritten this sort of history mm-hmm. in terms of where they, like, WCW was kicking their ass. And then the Attitude Era came back. And then, you know, they Sound put like WCW Vince. out of business. Yeah, pretty much. That's Sound what I was like going Vince. for. They sort of created this narrative. Because they won, they sort of created this narrative where they, like, pretty much kicked WCW's ass and sent them out of business. Which um, they were really out of business because they couldn't really afford to stay in business anymore. And AOL didn't AOL didn't want anything to do with um wrestling anymore. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, WWE created their own narrative and things and now this was pretty much this was pretty much like listen, the Monday night wars, we fucking won. We won fifteen years Ooh, later. Uh, I hated that they made it a WCW thing. Yeah. I thought I thought Trish, Triple H, because he's an actual egotist, yeah. would have made it a you know, you're one person I've never competed with. Right. And it kills me to this day that I can't prove that I'm a better champion than you. Right. And even like there was a promo on Raw before WrestleMania where this thing is like, I'm not defending WCW. I'm just here to put, you know, the authority out of power. And then Stephanie comes out of nowhere like, so you think WCW is better than us or something? Like, we put you out of business. And he's like, bitch, I wasn't even talking about WCW anymore. I'm trying to fight to get your husband out of power because he's a power-hungry, crazy maniac. And that's what got WCW out of business. What? No, WWE won. Like, he totally misconstruing whatever narrative he's trying to put out there. 
Mm-hmm. So potentially, um, Sting came out after Raw on Monday. You know what I think happened? They let him write his own narrative, but they flipped it no matter what. <laughs> They're like, yeah, 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 you can write your own script. We're going to flip this to whatever we want. Listen, this is WCW shit. So I think Sting came out after Raw on Monday. Um, pretty much like he was pretty much like, I don't know what's going to happen. The crowd is chanting Undertaker, Undertaker, because they want Sting Undertaker at WrestleMania 32. Oh, Sting looks at Sting looks at the crowd. I don't know what's going to happen to me. So he's pretty much like he still has no idea. This is pretty much the promo version of creative has nothing for you. Mm-hmm. So he has no <laughs> idea what's going to happen to him. So, yeah, he pretty much has no idea what's going to happen to him. After that, sort of, they had. Oh, can we skip? Can we skip all of these and then return to them? Because I want to go right to number eight. Right want to go right to number eight? Yeah, because speaking of jazzies. <laughs> Let's go to Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt then. Yeah, this 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 is a match that had me weak too. Right. Because it was, it was a pretty funny match. I mean, it was classic Undertaker stuff, but it's like on a sl- like it was Undertaker chopped and screwed. Right. <laughs> it's a lot slower. It's very, it was, I'll g- give it a, it was a solid match. Mm-hmm. Way better than last year's fucking performance. He came off, I know he came off that old school where he does where he walks a tightrope, mm-hmm. jumped off, said, I need to walk this shit off because I just fucking pulled my knee. I just pulled my <laughs> hip out of place. Oh, he, man. That's how it looked like on his face. It just had this sort of like... Oh shit! I shouldn't have done that. There were a lot of great like theatrical moments, yeah. like when Bray Wyatt does his whole flip around tarantula thing, and, and the Undertaker does his, sits that, up the sit up, and he's Oof. like, like a like puts fear in this nigga's heart. <laughs> like, why won't you stay down? And he's As sort he's of like to. he sort of like recedes into himself, like Liberace at the Playboy Mansion, sort of <laughs> Liberace <laughs> at the Playboy Mansion. I got that from the se- that seventy show, um, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, yeah you're pulling he, up references there. He sort of receded into himself, and then he ended up losing the match. But it was a pretty solid match. Yeah, entrances it it, it doesn't the entrances didn't do it justice just because it was still in the daylight. Um, yeah, it wasn't really cool. They should have put a dome on that bitch, like real quick, and then just like converted it back. Um, I'm not sure it's built that way. I'm not sure. It, oh, it, it probably didn't have a retractable be. dome. I have no oh, idea. Dang, I have sucks. no idea how the fucking that seventy six thousand eight hundred seventy six fucking holding people dome worked. Um, that came off really bad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Divas match they had AJ Lee and Paige versus the Bella Twins. Um, yeah, it was cool. I didn't understand. I didn't. I didn't really like the point of that. Why? No, no belt was really on the line. It was. dumb. I mean, it was cool to see AJ and Paige. No, that still was dumb. Just because it's like this is a match you can see on Raw. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is a match they can have on SmackDown. That uh, by all rights should have probably happened on, on Raw Smackdown. and or SmackDown. And then they could have had them have a like Fatal Four Way, right? Or something. Even though meaningful. I'm not a fan of those. I'm not a fan. You have not been a fan of Fatal Four Ways until you've seen those NXT ones. Yeah, NXT. No, I'm talking about like oh, w- WWE. Yeah, Fatal they're Four-way. usually pretty, pretty horrible because people put, sort of like pair off on themselves. Yeah, and they have no choice to because there's like it ends up being two separate matches, then like one match, yeah. and then it ends up being a clusterfuck at the end. Yeah, uh, and then in, unless like, like a lot of like triple threat matches where someone ends up getting thrown out the ring, right, falling unconscious, and then at the end of the match, like they pull off some crazy spots. Right, right, right. Um. John Cena versus Rusev for the United States Championship. Uh-huh. Um, Rusev came out on a fucking tank. Yo, son, that was pretty. No, his interest is pretty wavy. Was, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty boss. Like the shit was pretty fucking incredible. I forgot what John Cena did. I think he came out to like Stars and Stripes or something. Yeah, but um, he came out on like a rocket. <laughs> came out with someone playing a flute, and he's just like a recorder. Something. 
<laughs> no, it's like a dun, nigga dun, playing dun, dun, Jimi dun. Hendrix version of Star Spangled on <laughs> Banner on Guitar and a little nigga on recorder. And like the crowd <laughs> is doing the John Cena. Now they're into it. It's like the John Cena sucks, like which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, John Cena beats Rusev pretty soundly. I think it was time. I think um, I think it was time too. I think Rusev's got a chance to move on to better things. Yeah, now. I think undefeated streaks really hinder the person because then that be you become one dimensional because you're only sort of fixated on the streak. Yeah. Now you're only defined by the streak. Rusev has never been pinned. Rusev has never been has been never had to submit. You become now sort of you this become one more di- sort of like right, right, right. People like can pe- be- now people kind of focus on your other accolades. Right. People become invested in it. I fucked up. People become invested in it because now they see like, okay, he can lose. Instead of people just like, okay, he's going to win. Of course, he's facing fucking Jack Swagger. Of mm-hmm. course, he's going to fucking win. Now there's sort of this like, this this sort of, mis- not mystique or mystery or anything. It's sort of like, now you can say like, yo. Yeah, yeah, he has a chance to do more. He has a chance to win. And it gives it gives him a good chance to like, like the Cena beef is a good thing to come back to because they work together really well. This has been John Cena's. I said this on Twitter last night. This has been one of John Cena's best feuds mm-hmm. since he's been in WWE. Yeah, it was really good, son. Like, keep him out the main event, and I think he's pretty solid. Like, if... That's, I think that's what it is, the stigma of the belt. Yeah. We get tired of it just ending up handed back to him. Yeah, now he Here, the- we didn't know whether he was going to get it or not because it's not a major title. Right, so... In the main event, he usually usually he would just fight like Randy Orton or Daniel Bryan or like the the Authority or something. So he in the main event he would sort of fight the same people. Now that he's fighting people a little bit more lower on the card, there's a lot more diversity. Mm-hmm. You can have I want to see him John face Cesaro Cena, next. Actually, John Cena versus Cesaro. You can have a John Cena versus you know Dolph Ziggler. You can have a John Cena versus Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose or it's, it's going that way is what it looks like. Well, no, I think it's it's going back to Rusev according to what happened on SmackDown. No one watches SmackDown except me. It might be a triple. Th- we don't know what. No, the no, fuck. no, we don't know what's gonna. I think it's no. John Cena has this. He's having this weekly U.S. Open. So it's like he's defending the championship weekly now. Oh, that's that's actually I like that. That's I like it. that so idea. So he's defending the championship weekly against random opponents, but at Extreme Rules, Rusev has enacted his rematch clause, so he will fight. I get tired of the rematch clause. It's, There's no. It's so you can have the match twice. It's it's, it's just to save creativity. Um, after that, the main event because we should probably get to the main event because we are running out of time. This is a real good fucking main event. We have gone out of time. It was initially Brock Roman. Ugh, Brock Roman. Holy shit. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in the hardest hitting fucking match of Yo, all time. Yo, these niggas are going to beat the shit. Yeah, I, they fight like they don't like each other. So Plus, I feel like they don't like each other. I think Rusev was already in the mode because, like, if you see him coming up from the. You see him coming up from the crowd. Immediately when they cut to him, he's already pushing some motherfucker out the way who's like in his way. Like he was <laughs> ready. He was ready to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. You can see that from the way he was walking down to the ring. He pushed that motherfucker out the way. He was like, "Get the fuck out my way." The camera wasn't supposed to catch that, but they did. Um, he's being escorted by you know security and things like that, which was a nice touch to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Brock Lesnar comes out looking fucking unstoppable as ever. They have this match without even no warm up. They immediately start beating and punching the shit out of each other. That's what I wanted to see. Three minutes into the match, Brock Lesnar already has this fucking huge swollen shit under his eye. Yeah. He gets cut open the hard way, by the way. They're literally, Brock Lesnar is literally suplexing the shit. And not just German suplexes. Like varieties. Varieties. You got like a grab bag of suplexes. Overhead. Potpourri of suplexes, if you will. 
he almost busts out a chimera suplex, a dragon suplex, a half Nelson suplex. suplex. Just suplexes on suplexes. Tazplex. On suplexes. Um, He's and, like your one-stop shop for suplexes. Right. He hit Roman with the F5 three times. Roman kicked out three times, which I think um, I think it was done because you can argue to say, like, why should Roman kick out of, you know, the F5 three times when the F5 three times put away Undertaker? I think in sort of this sort of sense, it was more like Roman was just like, he's too, you know, brave. He's too brave for his own good. Mm-hmm. He's doing everything. He's just enduring everything and he's just kicking out when, when he should really just like succumb to it because Brock Lesnar is going to beat the shit out of him even more. No matter what. So it's Brock, Ro- Roman Reigns finally gets his opening. He's hitting the hardest Superman punches I've ever seen. Pop, pop. <laughs> the heaviest spears ever. And then at some point when they're both out, Seth Rollins' music hits. Cash in. And the fucking... One of the, that's actually one of the best cash-ins, too. It's one of the best cash-ins, period. Because, he because did it it, on, you came when, like, it was like attack, like the two titans were fighting, right. some, and they were both laid out, and right. you just came to pick up the scraps. This is the first time ever, like, when you cash in the money in the bank, he's cashed it in an active match. Usually people wait till like, after the match is over. Mm-hmm. He inserted himself into the match. So now it became a triple threat. It was pretty cool. Brock Lesnar, who uh, admittedly should have been, like, fucked up by now, mm-hmm. he managed to get Seth Rollins up for an F5, and it looked like he was about to F5 him. Roman Reigns come out of nowhere, fucking hard-ass spear. Seth Rollins gets his opening, curb stomps Brock Lesnar, curb stomps Roman Reigns, and wins the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in one of the best best satisfying finishes to a WrestleMania ever. Mm -hmm. Period. Like, it was really, it was a really good main event, and I don't think people expected a lot from that main event, but it was a really, really good main event. Um, Sidebar also, the... Rock and Ronda Rousey and Triple H and Stephanie thing. First of all, that bitch is super strong and I'm scared of her. She is incredibly strong. Everyone's complaining about it because it went way too long. Like, just, I think it was like a 24, 25-minute yeah. segment. It's supposed to be much shorter than that. I was like, she's not a wrestler there was and a, not involved with I think just in terms of The Rock, there was a lot of pauses. There was a yeah, lot of that. he was reading his lines. <laughs> there was a lot of moving What's out. that new tattoo say? Is that like a Bible verse? No, no, <laughs> no, no. That's what I'm supposed no, to say at WrestleMania 31. And we are in... What is that? San the Jose! is Bartley <laughs> back in... That's probably what he's doing when he holds the mic up Jose. to his hand. <laughs> yeah, looking at his wrist to see what city he's in. Um, so, it was pretty awesome, I think. Someone told me he has his lines written inside his sunglasses. <laughs> I was dying. It was pretty awesome in terms of um It was a good yeah, it was a good WrestleMania. Like I, I popped huge. I marked out like a little bitch for when Ronda Rousey came in the ring. Just cause like, you know, I I, I just marked out completely in yeah, terms of she came you, in the you ring. You thought she was gonna whoop she's, crazy ass. Right. She's legit, like authentic. And people have been sort of teasing That's... this Ronda Rousey in the WWE thing since her appearance on like SummerSlam. Uh-huh. Um so now she's finally in it. She fucking judo tosses Triple H, who oversells that mm-hmm. shit to the moon. I don't know if you saw it. This nigga jumped like twice after he hit the mat. He grabs Stephanie. She grabs Stephanie in sort of this arm bar thing. And now it looks like they're setting the stage for the Rock mm-hmm. Triple H. Possibly a Ronda Rousey-Stephanie McMahon match at WrestleMania oh, 32. Oh, Lord. She's going to murder her. Which is cool because they need to sell out. Apparently, the arena they're going to next year, the AT&T Center, I think, in Dallas. Uh, um, oh, that's gonna be huge! One hundred thousand people. They're trying to get over a hundred thousand people in it. 
So then they I have to, they have they have no choice but to end up booking Sting Undertaker. Yeah, I think so. Or that to help Triple Phil. H, The Rock. They have no choice in booking The Rock. I think they want to book Stone Cold, but Stone Cold really isn't for it right now. Uh, yeah, or at all. He's only he said he's only got one good match left in him, probably, and he's not fucking it up. I think he doesn't really want to fuck himself up or fuck his legacy up. Like I think he's pushing fifty. I don't think his yeah. matches were going to be as sound as they were before. His matches, like in like. Let's see, past like seventeen, right. he was doing all right. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing all right because he couldn't do much because of his neck. Right, his neck, and then his legs started to go, and yeah. then he was like, you know, like now he's get, got like back problems and things yeah, like he's got to give you like one like one good spine buster and maybe some stunners, right, yeah. and a couple punches and one mud hole stomp in him. Raw was pretty good. Did Raw, you see yeah. Raw? Oh my god! Did you see the fucking announce table flipped on the announcer? Yo, son, why did yo Brock went ham, son? First of all, I heard Booker T scream and I screamed, <laughs> just like a sh- fucking laughing scream. Like he's literally like they he flips the announce. I table. thought he was gonna start giving like Jamie Noble a wedgie. Right. <laughs> I thought he was gonna like give him a wedgie and hang him off the, right. the the apron. We only have like five minutes left on this thing, so we gotta wrap this up. But it was like. The most awesome fucking shit ever. Mm-hmm. Then he grabs Michael Cole, and the crowd goes fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, because when's the last time he got a good old-fashioned F5, son? F5'd out his fucking shoe. <laughs> out his shoe. <laughs> to smithereens, There's nigga. literally, I have a meme of this shit. Like, he got F5'd out his fucking shoe. Yo, we should split this up into two different podcasts, really. If you want to. I'm, I'm going to split this up. He got, um... Shit, I don't have. We're gonna it. make it two times Tuesday for y'all, right? But yeah, he's like, it was just fucking incredible. I think I don't know. Watching and now and knowing the fact that Brock Lesnar is kind of back full time because right. now what they did was basically give him a break to do whatever he wants. Maybe right. he's gonna shoot some ads for something, right? And he's gonna come back and he's gonna be like, maybe, maybe Roman Reigns will still be champion. Maybe he'll be Roman Reigns will be feuding with Rusev. I think he's gonna. I think the chase for Roman Reigns. It's gonna be a lot better for him. I yeah, think they're I trying think to he'll get up. it at SummerSlam. I think so too. Which, yeah, it's gonna be in Brooklyn. Is it? Yeah, if Seth Rollins will keep it, or it'll end up going back to Brock Lesnar through some sort of technicality. I think, I think they're doing the right thing and not giving Roman the belt right now, just because he doesn't have the fans behind him. Mm-hmm. But the way Seth Rollins is positioned in sort of the most hated man in the company. They're sort of they can now build a sort of fan base. They can build a stronger fan base or a stronger fan base for Roman. Mm-hmm. So when he does Definitely. get the title, he will be praised instead of mm-hmm. that shit that happened instead on Royal Rumble. Woo. <laughs> Boo. And niggas looking at him like, what? You right. all endorse this? Right. All right. So that sums up this day. I'm fucking This day this in history. Room. This sums up the first ever. This is the first time we ever talk wrestling. And, on a podcast called and Two Belts. And you wanted this to go 15 minutes, and it went fucking 30. So, you were right, because we had to talk about so many matches. I thought we were going to skip some, but I guess I was like, I, I, we could skip the Divas match. We, we, could sh- do, we could do it like real life right? <laughs> and just skip it. Yo, we should have... T- all right. We, I, I would rather have a separate podcast for music and wrestling. All right, you going to split it up? I'm going to split gonna it We're going to give up. you two belts. I'm going to give you two belts. Worth of podcasts. That should be... At your backside. And that should literally be... Because we like, are the two champions. Belts, two belts. You two are a genius for coming up with that, by this the way. Is, we, are t- we, are, we are the champions. We are the champions. We are going to sign off. This is Jamil. <laughs> And this is Carlos. And this is the Two Bells Podcast. Signing <laughs> off. Two Celts. <laughs> <laughs>